previamente en el Fantastic Worlds Podcast. Well, one, this was something that his aunt uh, made for him. She just bumps the mirror and it just shatters and falls to the ground. Yeah, my friend almost got chopped in half before my eyes. I'm a little shaky. Sue me. <laughs> Pippa, come here and I'll brush your hair. <laughs> sneers and looks at Manette and says, yeah, quit trying to be a hero. And he's scratching at that snowflake tattoo absentmindedly. I kind of promised myself that I would uh, never really let anybody else tell me what to do, so. Pippa, you are having a familiar dream. You are in the white room again. I don't know if I have any more to say to you if you're going to be this cagey. Because I don't for a second believe that you're me. I don't know, and I can shout if I damn well want to. I'm gonna make so much noise tromping around in this giant body anyway. I can't be stealthy anymore. <laughs> I promise there is a reason for this. There must be. I, you know, even, I don't pray for more power, but it comes to me anyways. Congratulations, you are all level four as we talked last episode. Hello, listeners, and thank you again for tuning into our podcast. In this short intro, I thought maybe I could take a moment to talk about kind of the struggles of recording a podcast in your house. Um, I specifically live with three other people, which means that those people kind of have to make adjustments to their life so that... I can record quietly or just be able to access the internet efficiently. On top of that, I live with a small dog and a very noisy, angry, screaming cat, which can make things also very, very difficult. Um, so it kind of, I think for me, I can't speak for the rest of my cast, but it, it kind of almost makes me feel guilty sometimes when I have to ask them to you know, get off their phone because it's pulling too much bandwidth, or I hear them laughing and I'm like, oh God, I have to text them and ask them to stop having fun, or really anything like that. Um, it means I have to kick my partner Shannon out of our bedroom sometimes because even the littlest background noises can pull away from the recording. It means I have to set aside time so that I can't actually record or I have to tell people that they can't have people over while I'm recording. So it does, it does kind of create a certain sense of guilt, but it also has really shown me that the people that I live with really support me because they are willing to do all of these things, except for my cat, because she is a monstrous asshole. It doesn't give a fuck about anything that I do ever if it isn't feeding her, loving her, holding her, or giving her tall tours around the house, um, which is basically being carrying her around the house and lifting her up really high so she can see things that she wouldn't normally be able to see herself, like the top of the refrigerator or our cabinets. And she demands one at least once a day. So this intro goes out to my partner Shannon and our two roommates 
thank you guys for dealing with it and for never getting angry with me when I text you and tell you to shut up. I appreciate it. And I love you all. And with that, I introduce to you episode 24, Short Order. I, I, of all the people I've ever met on planet Earth, Dustin's ability to be resilient against the bitterness that comes with aging <laughs> is really strong. That's awesome. No, that's, that <laughs> no, says that's something honestly, that speaks to wisdom. Because if you're not doing everything from a perspective of pure joy, then you've not developed, then you're still stuck in your like pretentious phase, which is when you're 18 and you think you're smarter than everyone. You know no. what I mean? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I call that phase the douche canoe phase. Where you're yeah, acting like a douche accurate. because you don't you're trying to figure out who you are. So you're kind of just paddling through life, just act oh yes, I'm this. Oh yes, I'm this. And then you just I'm and smart you- and I'm only friends with boys because I'm internally misogynist, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that was twelve year old Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I just have always oh, wanted to be friends with everybody all the time. See, you're you're you which is better gained wisdom of the universe from birth. <laughs> Same thing with I Abby, just... apparently, as the mom friend. <laughs> oh my okay, so my mom likes to tell people this story because my mom so growing up, I was the one that kind of like she likes to tell people I raised her, which there is probably a certain amount of people <laughs> that she had me pretty young. When I was five years old, we were standing in line at a grocery store and Tiny Kaylee was adorable. I had like super red ringlets. They were always down. My mom was just standing there. It was quiet. People were like checking out. And in the middle of, I don't, I don't remember this at all, but my mom was like, yeah, I have no idea what happened. But all of a sudden you just yelled, I am woman, hear me roar. And then just (laughs) carried on like nothing had happened. (laughs) Wow. And I was like, so have I always been a feminist? (laughs) (laughs) Don't know. But uh, yeah, it was was a strange one. I was a strange child. I was always the responsible kid because, you know, my parents had to work all the time. So, like, I, I forget what age latch I was. Latchkey power. Exactly. Yeah, latchkey yeah, yeah, the latchkey. So yeah. A lot, lot of, like, cooking dinner for the family, making sure chores were done, making sure sister did homework and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. and so, you know, the first part of my 20s was all about, like, wanting to get married, wanting to have the kids, wanting to have the cars and the house and all that. And then I realized that I am not actually built for that. That is not my game in life and it was just you know when you grow up a certain way you get convinced that's the way you want to grow and then around 28 i was lucky enough to start working in animal welfare and kind of shifted a lot of perspectives and made me realize that i should be having more fun with my life and Mm -hmm. haven't looked back since so you know it's kind of funny it's just i think that's probably why the childlike wonder as angel likes to say consists working head down in an office 24 7 is not happiness so uh willing to sacrifice a little other things for a little bit more happiness is definitely a much better goal at least for me long term i like this as an intro everybody talking about how they were as a kid (laughs) speaking of kids um (laughs) here we go how does our little (laughs) that that (laughs) i guess it's time to play (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's right. Oh, anytime Dustin's like speaking of, and I'm like, this isn't a segue into what we're doing at fucking all. But okay, 
Speaking of children, not a single one of our characters is a child. Adessa is the closest one to being a child. And she what do you guys 25. all call me? What do you guys Game all dad. call Game me? Dead. And Game what dad. does that make you? We're your Game adult children. children. Yes. We're your adult, adult children. children. But as you, as you guys know, or well, you guys don't know because none of us are parents, but you know that parents... Their kids are always their kids, even as grown adults. So, uh, oh, all right, Dad, getting for clumped. <laughs> so I the will. Same thing, Angel. <laughs> oh, I know they're so big now. Sorry, I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> so, how do you guys all feel about this? And not only are you maybe close to ending your goal for at least the the main goal that you had set out at the beginning of this game, your original quest in your quest book. Um, uh, but you just kind of went into this teleporter that entombed you all with ice and then shattered you. And I think everybody saw Manette shatter first. So, you know, God knows what you guys like, probably the mental anxiety that went through your head as you just saw your friend shatter into a billion pieces. And then you guys do the same, only to reform in a teleporter up on the next level. How do you guys all feel about that? I mean, I feel like Odessa being encased in ice was probably one of her, like, least favorite things on the face of the planet. Because you know that ice touched her skin directly. You know it was, like, all up on her. And she couldn't even escape it because she was entombed in it. It was cold. It was terrible. It just trapped her in the cold. I think the whole time she was probably just, like, internally screaming. Oh, yeah, because even if you're magically protected from... Feeling the cold, I mean, you know what cold feels like. And to be completely mm-hmm. encased, I think for Abraxas seeing Manette shatter first, he still has the trauma of his poor armor that's still in pieces in his bag. You know, seeing Kay encased in ice, he knows that's not going to be pleasant for her. And again, he doesn't like being imprisoned in the first place. Him and Odessa had that moment where they were talking about you know, being free, they're free spirits, mm-hmm. and here they are being encased, you know, physically being imprisoned, even just temporarily. It's unpleasant, to say the least. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I think um, out of all of the things that have been happening to Pippa in the past few weeks, and, you know, not the least of which uh, waking up human-sized this morning... Peak weird has already happened to her today. <laughs> uh, out of all of the things that sh- that would cause her to be upset or discombobulated, that was already a huge, horrible moment for her. That is that was way too big, and literally, yeah. And uh, I don't know. As for this, this is kind of like I don't know. Weirder shit's already happened to us. This is about right. Like. <laughs> Now it's kind of a, a more of a trying to figure out, like, where are we going from here? What's going on now? How do we work this situation to our advantage? And just she just kind of wants to move forward. And for this uh, horrible day to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Minette is still kind of just generally coping with the fact that she has faced death in a number of ways um, very recently. And... Yeah, her mental health has not been in a great state since then. So anything done against her will, anything that restricts her in any way is kind of unsettling. And that includes this. And yeah, she, she's not comfortable having had that happen. <laughs> For sure. 
Yeah, and kind of swinging back to what Abby was saying about Pippa, you know, we had established earlier that in a world in which Pippa had control to, she would want people to shrink to her size. She never wanted to grow to their size. She wanted to bring people down to her level, so to speak. So, you know, that was definitely something that Pippa never wanted to happen. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That was a horrible nightmare. (laughs) She wants the respect that comes with, you know, being uh, human-sized, but not mm-hmm. the actual dimensions of that. <laughs> no, she wants to respect, she wants people to respect her as she is. That's what I mean. She, That's she what feels, I mean. She feels so that, like, oh, no, no, I'm just expanding on that. Of like, she yeah. feels that, like, like, how tall you are shouldn't be a, a reason to automatically give you more credit. Mm-hmm. She is a tiny, powerful person. And she wants recognition for being a powerful person, regardless of, like, the fact that she's about three feet tall. <laughs> Everybody else is just too it. tall. Not to mention a taller Pippa can't get under the table as easily. Exactly. She can't hide under things. Like, it's it's completely discombobulated. Her head was hitting the ceiling. She was taller than Manette. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that is not... No. That would be unnerving. That's not how it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. <laughs> No one is taller than me. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except Pippa went enlarged, apparently. Yeah, yeah very, apparently. very few people, I should say, are taller than me. So yeah. <laughs> she she fervently hopes that that will never happen again. <laughs> well, Bless you. where we last left y'all, <laughs> there we salut. Are. Where we last left all of you is. You all come into a crescent-shaped dining table that occupies this Y-shaped chamber, while two large mirrors on the north and south walls create the illusion of a larger, much larger space. 20 feet overhead, you see an immense chandelier of crystals hangs from the ceiling. To the east, rounded steps access a short hallway flanked by twin ice sculptures of dryads, holding ice-carved tree limbs, creating an elaborate archway. Translucent glass-like double doors are set in the hall's north and south walls. To the west, two alcoves stand between three windows, providing an amazing and beautiful view of the wintry landscape outside of the tower. Well, at least beautiful for some. I don't think Odessa thinks it's beautiful. Uh, As you come to your senses from the teleportation, uh, you hear in your ears the strumming of a lute and a beautiful melody. You see at the far end of the table a blue-skinned humanoid creature with legs of a bald goat, a completely hairless body, and a horned head. Mariel looks at all of you. It's about time you've arrived. I've been awfully bored. She motions for you all to have a seat. I think Odessa is just kind of side-eyeing her because it seems convenient that she'd be here. But on the other hand, um, I told you guys in chat after we had met her originally that Odessa had, in my head, would have like probably considered seducing her. Um, And then I just kind of thought better of it and been like, eh, whatever. So seeing her here, she's probably like, hmm. This is convenient. But at the same time, she's like, eh, but maybe it isn't that bad. But also at the same time is like, we're in a witch's tower. I trust no one. At the same time, I believe she did say she was traveling to play in this area. So I would say, too, it's probably not necessarily a surprise that she's here. 
Right, that like a bard would be at the <laughs> kind of official court of the local ruler. Which kind of, it, I mean, it kind of is the witches here, unfortunately. Yeah. But Minette wants oh, to sense motive. True. Regardless, she wants to... Minette is very suspicious of this, and she's going to sense motive. Rex is going to tap his nose towards Minette, kind of like that's their sign for, hey, does this smell evil? (laughs) (laughs) And she's also going to detect evil as she's, you know. Yeah, I I made the aid. I got a 22, but plus two, 24. (laughs) You do not sense that she is saying anything of the wrong and uh she does not detect this evil interesting okay minute will slip down would i be able to put my furs over the mirrors if you'd like would they fit i'm gonna do that it'd be rude to just break them huh i'm superstitious (laughs) (laughs) jumps across the table oh don't mind me just like hits them with a sword Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> Muriel kind of <laughs> raises her eye a little bit at this, but she doesn't do anything, and she's just continuing to strum and play her music, and she's like, I did not expect to see you guys here. What brings you to the Bale Tower? We have business here. We're uh we're here to see Radisek. Oh. Mm-hmm. What might you be doing here? Well, as you guys know, as I told you, I get invited to all kinds of areas to play my songs and um, they invited me here to play the Pale Tower, and I was supposed to be playing now, but nobody showed up. I guess they're busy. It's something about a Black Knight or something like that. Is Radisek still in the tower? By any chance? I have not seen him today. Wait, is there food on the table, or is it just not even set with anything? There's no food on the tables. That's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dining room. That's where food goes. <laughs> hey, there's not even food in front of... Oh my gosh. Muriel, sorry. Muriel? Yeah. yeah. Is it Muriel? Yep, Muriel. Is there any food in front of her? Not there even is no wine? food on the table. Oh, that's She's just kind of hanging rude. out in here. It's kind of like, it's kind of at that time between breakfast and lunch. Yeah, that's called yeah, second, second, second breakfast. Second breakfast or early lunch. <laughs> yeah, duh. High five, Abraxas. <laughs> Elevensies? Elevensies. Appetizers? Apologies, I am not the chef. We are hobbits, huh? <laughs> we're we're not hobbits we're halflings oh there we go we're not I mean we're not going to actually include that (laughs) she responds uh, I I was invited here to go to the pale tower and and play some music unfortunately nobody showed up and uh, yeah I hope that I hope that's not a reflective on my playing ability I just I think they're just busy searching for the Black Knight, I think I heard someone say. Hmm, interesting. Right. And you haven't seen haven't seen anyone else up here, huh? Well, people come and people go, but I think most people are are busy doing other things. Which is sad, because my art is my art. Hmm. Is that right? Seems like mm. a big waste of your time then, I guess. Well, you can go ahead and play something for us, why don't you? She has been. She's been strumming the guitar the whole oh, time. Oh, okay. She's been strumming her lute the entire time. Abraxas is going to sign to the group if we're going to tarry here or move on. I think Pippa's still trying to figure out, like, if she believes Muriel or not. Because it's there. Because, you know, they made a mess downstairs. And and she mm-hmm. can't imagine that it was a particularly quiet mess. So the fact that they 
you know, encountered this person like sitting here just calmly strumming a lute is really suspicious to her. But she also doesn't want to kill anybody that's just kind of doing their job. All right. Well, if I, if Abraxas notice Pippa has no sense of urgency, he's just going to open up his bag and stuff his face with a sandwich like this. I mean, Manette sort of motions that we should move on because she doesn't really fully understand what you got. Your whole deal is with the sign language, but she can sort of be like, Hey, hey we should go because she doesn't see any danger or threat from Muriel. She okay. just thinks she's hanging out. So I think Pippa's going to say something along the lines of just, uh, like, well, if, uh, you know, begging your pardon, Muriel, but I think we're going to go ahead and press on and keep looking for him if uh, you want to make your way out. Uh, bra- that might be safer for you. Manette and Pippa, I need you to roll me a fortitude save. <laughs> oh, that's my best save. And I rolled really well. 29. 15. Manette, you are okay. Pippa. Oh, no. You shrink down. You are now tiny in size. Treachery. <laughs> At yeah, that well, moment. Already standing that's just out. fucking perfect. Roll for initiative. Uh, Pippa, what'd you get? I got a 17. Manette, what'd you get? I got a 20. Abraxas, what did you get? 14. Odessa? Uh, 21. First up is a creature you cannot see. Abraxas, I need you to roll me a fortitude save. Fortitude? Don't mind if I do. 23. And that, it is now Odessa's turn. The only thing I'm seeing is Muriel. There's nothing else in the room. Correct. What Muriel did is the moment that she saw Pippa shrink down is she drew her blade um but that's it did she draw her blade in like an aggressive way towards us or more of a it's like something's happening so she's drawing her blade because she doesn't know what's happening that's what you took it as so Odessa is going to pull out her gun and aim it at muriel and say now you tell me what is going on right now you are the only thing in this room that i can see or feel and it so it has to be you what it knock it off you're the one that you why do you shrink yourself and she points to pippa uh, i didn't do this <laughs> to myself we know why would she shrink herself it doesn't make any sense i just want to be the size i am that's all i want uh that also she's gonna roll to intimidate okay I thought these musicians were supposed to be clever. Uh, that's a natural 20. Okay. So she what's your total? 29. So as you say that and that she, you see her starting to shake a little bit. She's like, I don't know. What are you doing? And um, does Odessa move? No, I think she would want to stay next to Pippa, who is now the size of like a freaking mouse. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like a mouse. Like I was going to say like a doll. Like she's very small. It's like an Alice in Wonderland situation right now. Yeah, she is not diminutive. She is tiny because I think it goes medium, small, tiny, diminutive. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she is the size of Jim. She is the size of Jim. 
This is a bad day for Pippa. All right, yeah, no, that's it. She just wants to stay as just, close as she is to Pippa. Okay. I just want to be my normal size. Odessa, roll me a fortitude save. Ah, 22. Uh, Manette, it is now your turn. Would she have felt whatever that was? You felt a chill go up your spine, but you don't know if it's the scene or if it's, you know, something done to you. You don't know what's going on. You just felt the chill. Okay. Manette is going to stand and heft her spear above her shoulder and fling it at Muriel. Okay. (laughs) Poor Muriel. I'm starting to get the sense that it's not her fault. (laughs) 24. That is a hit. 12 points of damage. Ow. Yeah, I was right, bitch. (laughs) Eat that spear. We're in a hostile territory, you know, attack, ask questions later. Let the Mm -hmm. gods sort everything out. Let the gods sort it out. Capri would have stopped me if it was wrong. (laughs) I know, Jeff, your power stopped working. Oh, well, I guess that was the wrong decision. (laughs) My arm just freezes. Oh my god, I love paladin logic. She. <laughs> my god would have stopped me if I wasn't supposed to do it. Exactly. The, Must have been right. You're you you throw the spear and it goes into her shoulder and she grabs. She's like, "Why are you doing this to me? I don't understand." And she's still shaking from the intimidate. What the fuck, Manette? Uh, Manette Pippa, it's your turn. You just saw uh, Manette attack an seemingly innocent-looking forlorn. No, no, we know better. Come on. At this point, there's nothing else in the room that we. What know else of. are we going to attack? What? Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm agreeing with you. Like, what else are we going to attack? Like. Yeah, M- Muriel, st- she's standing there going like, oh, it's not me, but are we just, like, we just believe her? But here's the thing, no. you right. don't see her doing any arm movements, you don't see any vocals coming she out. She had literally just been matter. playing the lute for, like, the, for how long? We don't, she's the only target in the room. Okay. You've set her up for failure, Dust. You could use, you could make magic by playing an uh, instrument. We know that. Like, I know bards. I've known Big Felix for, like, 16 years. (laughs) Uh, Pippa, it is your turn. Uh, Okay, so I'm assuming that Pippa shrunk down and she is now standing on her chair. (laughs) Gym size? Yep. To get on the table or go under the table? That is the big question. I'm going to go with under the table. Oh, who would have thought? <laughs> who could have guessed? Who could have thought that Pippa would have gone under the table? And yet she is. <laughs> so the one thing about when you go under the table is it's one of those tables where it's like a big, there's a giant board basically going all the way across. It doesn't have legs. It's a big, because it's such a big table, it has to have heavier support. So you're going to actually have to go around. You can't see her feet on the other end of the table, for example. Muriel's feet? Yeah. Uh, that wasn't what I was planning on doing anyway. But okay. Thank you for the no, tip. I was just letting you know. Like, <laughs> okay. You know how there's sometimes there's tables with legs, but there's some that just use a solid piece as a leg, like all the way across the underneath. That's because this table's so big, it can't have legs. It has to have. Sure. So it's more like a tunnel than a table with legs. Oh, well, then whatever. Scrap it. I'm going to get on top of the table. That's boring. 
That's not even that's not even protection. <laughs> See, he notice every table battle he does more and more with the table. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, he makes make it, it like a much harder to table to get underneath every time. <laughs> the next time it won't even be a table; it'll just be a block of wood. Yeah, it'll be a big block of wood. I honestly thought that's what he was saying: was that it's just basically a tree trunk that somebody carved, and it is just a solid piece of wood. It was just a bigger table that needed better support. So he so says. Polished. So we burn this table after the battle. No, it makes sense though that there would be. It's only on the ends, right? That yes. that shape is at the ends. Yeah, I'm just, just that's I'm usually don't, how they're don't built. Don't agree with Dustin I, on the camera. I mean, it's true though. <laughs> it's true. Like it makes sense. I, I'm not. I'm DM's pet. <laughs> Game dad pet. Actually, I think that the kind of the best course of action for Pippa here right now is I think she's going to hold her action and kind of crouch down lower on the chair okay. that she's standing on. I don't know. And I guess like try to kind of see through what's happening here. Try to see if she can perceive anything that's that's amiss aside from Muriel. Okay. So I'm just going to roll a perception check. And what do I know on a 26? That's a pretty good perception. You don't actually see anything. What you see is there's these bushes. Uh-huh. That are down in the hallway. Uh huh. And it's very slight, but you see one kind of fluttering back and forth, like wind is buffeting it. It's being buffeted, but by wind. Oh, um, I thought those were statues. Uh. You had said last episode that they were statues. Oh, they are statues. I'm sorry. When I looked at it, they look like green, but now I see, I see the statues. Let me restart this. Um, you do not see anything. So that's it. That's my, the end of my turn. I'm going to hold action until something actually happens. Okay. Abraxas, you're up. Abraxas is not in a good mood. His armor has been messed up. Pippa is super tiny. There's no food so on this table. He's just <laughs> had it. So he's going to full on wolf out again, but not wolf, wolf, man, wolf. So his face is going to elongate. He's going to get all snarly. His eyes go all feral. He hunches over, claws out. He's just pissed, growling, and he's going to be sniffing around. There's nothing in here, so he's going to sniff around to see if there's he could pick up any scents. In this room, you pick up a lot of scents because this is probably a very heavily trafficked room. It's probably a right. main meal area. So you smell fey, you smell humanoids, you smell forlorn, you smell a lot of interesting things. But there are three distinct smells that are more active than what you would normally smell in here. You smell Muriel, but you also smell the distinct smell of fresh, fresh fey. Uh-huh. Um, but you don't smell it strongly. Like you smell like there's a potential that it could be in the room, but it could also mean that Faye were in this room and then left recently too. I'm still going to sign to alert uh, the gals, potentially uh, fairies in the area. So I'll just do the little sign for fairy uh, hidden and invisible and or invisible. And that's all I do. Okay. Muriel, she's angry now. It's like her brow furrow a little bit. And she's just like, why would you attack me? And she takes her hand with the loot that's on the, on the table and runs them over the, um, runs them over the loot strings. And I need Manette to roll me a reflex save. 25. When she strums the cords on the loot, it almost looks like waves coming across the table 
and they veer towards you and they get sharper and sharper like and they slice into you um you're able to dodge out of some of them but you don't get all of them so you take five points of damage okay and that is the half amount by the way that's not the full amount abraxas roll me another fortitude save (laughs) oh that's a nice one that is a 22 okay odessa it's your turn so did angel get a direction in which where the fae would be coming from he sensed them down the hallway Okay, and you did tell us that right? oh, yeah. that they're, like, hidden. Okay. Odessa is going to take this turn to put the scatter condition back on her gun and use a grip point. Yeah, that's what she's going to do. I think I'm ready to take my reserved action. Okay. Muriel is a very stupid bard. Very stupid. You're not supposed to put your instruments down. This is an idiot move. So Pippa is going to <laughs> mage hand that shit. Ooh! Oh, <laughs> into a it's wall. unattended. Unattended. <laughs> look at that face. Look at look at Dustin's face. Hmm. Yeah. So the loot is just sitting on the table, and then all of a sudden, this kind of like oil slick sheen kind of appears around it, and it levitates in the air and swooshes down the table towards Pippa. <laughs> I want to oh, smash so it. So good. Okay. Where she smashes it against a wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great move there, Pippa. <laughs> it's time to slaughter. Minette, it is your turn. So Minette is going to charge forward at Muriel and attempt to yank her spear out of her. Okay. Okay, so 20. Okay, so you go and you pull it out, and I'm going to say probably does what a d6 of damage to pull it back out. Yeah, that makes sense. So go on, roll me damage. All right, four. Pippa, it is your turn. Uh, okay, I think now that she has dispensed with the loot action and no, no other enemies have appeared, like there doesn't appear to be anything else fucking with us at the moment... She doesn't really trust that her crossbow, which I assume has shrunk with her, yep. <laughs> is going to do a whole lot of damage beyond sticking tiny needles in the big goat lady. So I think she's just gonna, she's going to go ahead and she's going to go for a flare, which uh, you get a DC 14 fortitude save. She got a four. That super doesn't pass. <laughs> Hooray. Somebody's dazzled. So, yeah, so it's just that that same thing that's happened to the troll before this. It's just this, like, band of rainbow oil slick kind of appears around Muriel's eyes. She screams in rage. She's so frustrated right now. She's actually kind of happy that she's even tinier now because that means she can really kind of duck in her chair. But she's happy she can do something. She's very satisfied. But that, that scream is very pleasing to her because fuck you. Abraxas, you smell a fae pass right by you. They keep out of a five-foot distance, so you cannot pinpoint them. But you do smell it move kind of right in front of you. And then uh, you smell it over in the range of where Manette's at, actually. Uh, And Manette, your spear shrinks down. It is now a short spear. (laughs) 
No, it shrinks down to diminutive how size. How did they do that? Wait, how did they do that off of their turn? Because they held their action. action. Mm, okay, whatever. <laughs> and now, Abraxas, it is your turn. You smell a fae right next to Muriel and Adessa. Abraxas is going to reach uh, to his belt and pull out a, a nice little... It looks like a, the wand from Willow. You know, the little the wooden wand, Shalindria's wand, but it's violet. <laughs> And it's a wand of fairy fire, and he's going to point it straight up and activate it. So in a five-foot burst around um, him and Odessa is going to be a glow with a violet glow, and that's fairy fire. Nothing, nothing glowed? Nothing glowed. It is now Muriel's turn. Muriel makes a full withdraw into this room that's to the left of all of you guys I and slams the it. And she yells, and at that very moment, you hear Muriel yell a few things in Gnomish. Does anybody speak Gnomish? No. no. Oh, I actually do. Pippa does. Oh. You hear You hear in the distance, I need your help. We're under attack. And that ends her turn. Pippa's going to yell out like she's calling for reinforcements. At that same time, Abraxas, roll me another fortitude save. Ooh, that's a 19 oh, you're past. plus 8. Now that I'm on <laughs> my powerful bestial form, I feel like I'm an invincible creature. <laughs> Almost CR20 akin to a CR20 creature, Dustin. That's how powerful I feel. <laughs> OP. I made a mistake. You actually can see the fairy um, because they did an action against Manette. So, Dessa, you are up and you do see a fairy appear suddenly in front of you. Well, 20 feet in front of you. Okay, so Adessa is going to hop up on the table and take a five-foot step forward. And then she is going to shoot an entangling shot at that fay there. Which means that her, uh, the Faye and Manette are both going to have to roll a reflex save with the DC 15. I rolled a 15 on the die. Okay. I rolled a 15 on the die as well, actually. Shit. Oh my god. 15 so buddies. does anything. <laughs> so I think what happens is the Faye sees this and does like kind of a loop up to dodge out of it and I think Manette just dives under the table probably and it actually splatters against the mirror behind you and breaks the mirror into a hundred little pieces. Oh my god. I mean perfect. That still does something. <laughs> uh, Manette, it is now your turn. So she's going to drop her spear and pull out her scimitar which takes the full round because it is away. <laughs> okay. And that's all she can do. The fae in front of you disappears. Oh, come on. Gosh, bless it. God damn it. And that is its turn. Ugh. Pippa, you're up. Okay. Um, I want to find a way to make bullet capsules of glitter dust. Cool. I mean, seriously, that is I wanna like find on my list for the next spell that. that I learn. Oh, I thought I was researching some of that stuff. I haven't found anybody having done it before, but it's what I want. You probably could find like, uh, <laughs> we'll talk off air. Uh, Pippa, what, what you gonna do? Nothing to do, probably, except 
uh, hunker down and cast mage armor on myself. Peppa's actually going to slip off the chair and uh, hide underneath the chair, unless the chair is also solid wood. On no, the, bottom. no, the chair is there okay. as for <laughs> <laughs> also a block of wood. As you guys are doing your turns and Muriel's in the other room, you hear in Nomis, they're going to come and take my kitchen. I can't let that happen. And, <gasps> and there's a kitchen? And Yeah, at Braxis, as this, oh. as this gnome walks out, you smell wafts of like freshly cooked cookies and breads and sauce so- and all kinds of wonderful flavors. And he moves over to this side and then he roars. And as he roars, his muscles bulk out and he grows and grows to not a medium-sized creature, but to a large-sized creature. And what you see as he's coming out is you see this creature that kind of resembles an ugly, stocky gnome. He has a bulbous nose and reddish eyes, a shaggy, dark mustache, and a ratty beard. Both are unkempt and caked with flour and other random kitchen ingredients. He's already seasoned? Oh my god, yes. And that ends his turn. Abraxas, this creature just blew up next to you. (laughs) <laughs> he's he's already seasoned. Oh gosh, that's too big a target to uh, to pass up. Oh gosh. All right. Abraxas is going to drop his wand, and he's been basically had the other his spear in his other hand, but now with the other one free, he's gonna uh, get a nice solid grip and just you know jab right at this creature. That is a total of 19. Uh, that hits. That's 12 points of damage. Do a little jab jab right at his belly. I know I've had like a, a belly full of what troll guts already, but you know what? There's always room for a little bit more tripe. There's always room for gnome. I'm gonna try to pop this uh, uh, pinata. Big gnome, even if it's big gnome. So you, yeah, they go in, and because he's so big, it's like effortlessly, and he's like, ah, and he just grabs his stomach, and he just gets even more angry. Uh, what kind of knowledge roll do I need to do to see what this thing is? Uh, roll me a knowledge nature. Okay, knowledge nature. Twenty-four. He is called a spriggan. Oh, it has a. It's a fae, right? Is that a fae spriggan? Primarily, what I know want to know with my knowledge roll if I can get that is it a cold subtype he is definitely not a cold subtype however he is a fey okay um at the end of abraxas's turn adessa is just gonna shout at him abraxas duck oh (laughs) (laughs) and that ends your turn abraxas you're gonna duck i'll duck it is muriel's turn Oh, I dro- oh, wait, I dropped the wand. That's a free action, right? Yeah. Oh, then I'm going to just take a five-foot step back. Poke and and dodge. Poke and dodge. Oh, I'm going to use some of this, my training from, from Annette. <laughs> She's like a forward and just use the momentum to to step back. Proud of you, son. He'll he'll take a moment to look over to Manette to see if he saw... Hey, you see that? You see, you see what I did? I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you don't hear much coming from the room, but you do hear a a cork of a bottle. 
being popped. And that ends Mariel's turn. What the fuck? Bitch is in there. She's drinking wine. Well, remember, she, she's shaking. Wine. She's probably drinking a potion, but she's probably she's shaking, got some. so maybe she's drinking a glass of wine to settle her nerves. And actually, <laughs> the shaking condition does fall off on her this turn. Okay. I think the phase you can't see, I think this one is going to hold its turn. Odessa, you're up. Oh, goody. Um, okay, so Odessa is going to fire an entangling shot at this big fucking dude. Okay. Um, Odessa, I want to go into that kitchen. Take this thing down quick. I'm, dude, I'm working on it. Calm down. I can smell the cookies too. Okay, so yeah, she is gonna, she's gonna fire, and that is a natural 20. I am loving this Ooh, new dice. I am loving this new dice it's beautiful and perfect Mom. although it's with an entangling shot so it just does it doesn't do damage it just entangles oh. right yeah it just it you have to roll okay so you don't have to roll the confirm an entangling shot so he's yeah. he's entangled i'm gonna say what's the reflex save uh 15 he <laughs> rolled a 19 so I even on almost, a crit. Yeah, Ugh. crits only for damage. Okay. So what you see is it's almost hilarious because he's this big guy. Damn. He just dives into the table and like the entire table lurches forward a little bit, but he dodges out of the way, um, and he is okay. Manette, it is your turn. Manette is going to head over to where Muriel is hiding and go in there and get that bitch. Let me reveal that area real quick and just go right on in. Oh, I'm on a mission now. I don't like the trail. I'm gonna kill that bitch. Yeah, you is. Throw her into the oven, fairy tale style. Oh, oh, I will. You look in and you don't see her at first. You see her under a table. <gasps> She's what hiding. What poser? Oh, now I feel bad. And I don't care. Instead of attacking her, I'm gonna throw the table off. She went with the Pippa maneuver. <laughs> Most of the time, it works. <laughs> so I rolled an 18. Would that be like plus strength? Uh, yes. 21. Yeah, so you pick up the table with no problem, but it's the table that the cookies are on. So the <gasps> cookies go sliding off the table as well. I'm still going to eat them. You can still eat I'm them if they're on the floor. <laughs> like, that's going to dissuade me, please. Roll me a fortitude save, uh, Manette. Fortitude is very good for me. 25. Okay. You're up, Pippa. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to make Abraxas a very, very large wolf indeed. (gasps) (laughs) I have that ready on Hero Lab already, by the way. You do? Perfect. Nailing it. (laughs) Okay, uh, the second ruby on on Pippa's comb starts to glow as she casts Enlarge Person on Abraxas. I write him so bad. <laughs> I know it's all it's all Odessa thinks about is like riding a Braxis, just like like a giant horse. This room has gotten Pets very small, guys. Yeah, I have. A, I'm a t- <laughs> uh, ten foot space, ten foot reach. My large creature. It is the battle of the large creatures. Big I'm boys. so excited. Rawr. Does Pippa do anything else? Does she move anywhere? Um. No, she continues to hunker down under her chair. And I'm thinking like that uh, if anyone's paying attention, they'll notice that this magic does not look like her typical uh, spell. It's definitely kind of a sluggish, like ruby red kind of power. And it's more like a beam that just shoots from the comb to Abraxas. Hmm. 
Yeah, and I think when it shoots out, like it actually, it's almost like it pulls the color out of the ruby and wraps around Abraxas as he grows bigger. And the ruby has temporarily turned back to a diamond. Uh, very interestingly enough. Uh, and that ends hmm. Pippa's turn. It is now the Spriggan's turn. Flash my Mig Espy is his name, and he is, is going it? to Nig-S-P? Mig Espy, and oh. he is he is going to attack the creature that tried to fire a bullet at him. What? So he pulls up, and you see this this the this morning star, the ball of the morning star is just like as big as Pippa. Or is not as big as Pippa, it's as big as as big as Odessa. It's huge. And he goes back and he misses and he comes down on the table and the table just cracks in two and splits down the middle and falls because he misses. So Uh so Odessa's on the table. Yeah, um, but because because he missed, I'm not gonna make you be penalized for his miss. So okay. it just it breaks the table. Okay. I'm gonna say you keep balance uh, as you fall okay, down to the cool. ground. My acrobatics is quite high, so. And it is now Abraxas's turn. <laughs> Abraxas feels even more powerful. This form already <laughs> makes him feel indestructible, so now he's huge. He's totally reveling in it That's and raises said. his spear high and then just jabs downward. Oh, natural 20. You gotta be kidding me, guys. Hey, You've gotten a like a bajillion in a row 19 before, dude. It's our turn. the dice to confirm. So pull me a critical what, hit card wait, there. What does what do you crit with your spear on? What's your crit uh, range? A 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 20 like, only <gasps> for tor- spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the well, spear. Well, that was the confirm. He only just needed a hit with the confirm. He doesn't need to I roll I know. Up. I wanted him to get to roll again. It's fine. I got to shuffle the cards only because they fell on the desk earlier when I was prepping. All right, here we go. Attack his armor only. Oh, God, that would suck. God. All right. We got lucky My s- awesome spear is a piercing. Really did. Oh, you have potential for hold person, right? Oh, oh, you know what? I want to activate it. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I forgot about that. Oh, good catch. Yeah, it is once per day on a successful critical hit. The wielder can cast hold person as an immediate action. I'm going to do that anyway on top of it. Uh, Will, DC 13, Dustin, for you. He rolled a four. Oh, hold. So I spear downward um, and activate the magic. And the, uh, let's see, the critical is knockback. Double damage and the target is pushed away. One dice, six squares away. Can I just, I, I pierce them into the wall and pin them there? I'm actually going to say because I, this isn't going to work because he's a, his back is to a wall, literally. So you just push him back to the wall and I'll let you say you do an extra die six of damage from that. So roll your critical hit damage and then add a die All six. All right. So this is going to be two die six now because I'm flipping huge. All right. So that is five. That's so good. 15 points of damage. So that is times what for my spear? That is times two. So 14. So that's what? 20, uh, 28. 28 total. And then the extra precision damage is another two. So that's 30. 30 altogether. Just uh, wrenching, wrenching, wrenching and snarling 
as I just continue just bringing the spear all the way down with my huge, huge arm. I would yes. say the whole person would be awesome to see if he didn't you didn't murder him. You go down with the spear and yeah. you just go through his stomach and down through the other side and into the stone. And you hit with such force you actually chip the stone the ice at the bottom, the ice floor, and he is dead. Oh heck, yeah. oh. I'm gonna give a victory howl. I'm so excited. Yeah, you are. are. As I activate all the other rooms now. No, just kidding. I'm like, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I got a little excited. No. Uh, and Bring he's... it. <laughs> my move action is just to spin around with my arms out. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, spin wildly around until you hit something. <laughs> Manette, it's very quiet at first, but over time you hear this bump, as Mariel is tapping on the floor, roll me a reflex save. Wow, that's some. Yeah, it's almost like bards can make music with anything. Freaking, it's almost like. Oh, I forgot she goes way after me. Twenty-five. Wait, she casting next to you? Doesn't that provoke? She's under the table. Oh, it does. No, I threw the table off of her. Oh, okay. Roll, and I'll cast cast defensively. 26. That is a hit. Roll damage. Have fun with this bitch. <laughs> 12. Okay. So all the spots that you had that had healed up from your previous attack are now back. She's back to where she was. And also my reflex save was a 25. Okay. <laughs> so eat my ass. Yeah, you don't want to you want to get in a fight. Muriel. Bard versus Paladin. Good luck, Bard. Yeah, good fucking uh, luck. <laughs> you take you. you take 4 points of damage. Sure, whatever. Cool. And since you already used your attack of opportunity, she is going to move out of that room. And she moves to the portal and says the t- and that's it. She can't say it because she's done with her turn. Uh, Manette, you see a fairy appear right in front of you as your spear shrinks down. Odessa, you're up. So Odessa takes a five-foot step forward and uh, is going to shoot her with a cold iron bullet. And her gun is still in scatter condition. That is a 17 against touch. That is a hit. Cool. All right. Uh, That is 15 points of damage. That is max damage. And as she's running to the portal, or as she's starting to say it, she just drops to the floor and falls and dies. Ha! Yes. Bitch. (laughs) I'm mad. And she's dead. And that ends her turn. Minette, you're up. Uh, I'm going to drop my spear as a free action and pick it back up as my move action. Okay. And attack this stupid fag because I'm angry. Very angry. And also bolstered by the fact that I just saw Muriel die, because that was my whole goal. <laughs> that was the whole point. And it was killed by Odessa. Eh, whatever. Who's fighting you know, with I, you right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm still cool. I like. I still think that's awesome. We're not fighting to the degree that like, you- I deeply hate her or anything, or like yeah. spite her for killing my kills. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. How dare you? Like, they're still allies. <laughs> We're still allies. We're just grumpy with each other. Well, at least on Manette's end. True. Anyways, I got a 22 on my attack. <laughs> that is a hit. Roll me damage. 11. So what happens is you go to stab it with the spear and it just, you shish kebab it. Right through, yes. the, right through the body and it is dead. Poke it. Poke it so hard it comes out the other side. 
<laughs> I'm gonna build up just a, a bunch of fairy bodies on this. I mean, you're in a kitchen. You can just like <laughs> roast them over a spin yum. for a Braxis. A Braxis, I'm making you a snack. Uh, <laughs> Pippa, it is your turn. Okay, so we're still in combat. There's one more fairy left to go, but I, I mean, you know, that I can see because they're on the initiative order. Not that like any of them can actually see this fae. Um, I'm gonna wait, and then if it shows up, I will fire a magic missile at it. Okay, uh, that ends Pippa's turn. Abraxas, it's your turn. Man, I'm huge. <laughs> I'm gonna take a yeah, you are big old <laughs> step yoked. this way. Boom. And, just... and you smell a fey within 10 feet of you. Oh. All right. I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to grab my spear and attack with it. You smell know, like a... you smell a fey, but you don't see it. You're just... I'm going to swing in that general direction. I got okay. a 50% chance. Okay, yeah, you're so, so big. And just bring it down. Straight down. Uh, That's 19... And as far as percentage, do you want to roll that? Do you want me to roll that? I'm going to roll a die six. And if it hits, if it's a six, you've hit it. If it's not a six, you have not. Because I don't even know if that's the right square anyway. I that's rolled just a th- square I'm, I'm yeah. aiming at. I rolled a three. You did not You did not hit it. So you're just slashing at air, just trying to flailing I, I, wildly. It's uh, somewhere in this direction. Uh, and you see it appear on the teleporter tab, which gives Pippa opportunity to fire off a magic missile at it. Woo! So do your damage. I mean, yeah. That was a whole two <laughs> points of damage. Uh, so basically these, these two bolts bolts of energy go into it and it takes it and then it smiles at you all and go, bye! And teleports out. And that ends that battle. Little fucker. We'll fight him later. We better. I bet you he's gone to tell Radisek that we're here right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the more Fuck. the merrier. Get him down here. <laughs> I mean, not. I guess it's not like we've been exactly quiet up until now. I'm sure he already knows, but precisely. Still, it's not I'm like ready I'm ready to quiet. kick his ass. It's very upsetting. <laughs> Neither of us is used to being quiet. I'd say, Odessa. So, we're ready to go whenever. I'm going to stomp the rest of the mirror into fine dust. Stomp, 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 stomp. To get my furs back. How long do you stay big for? It's minutes per level, so I'm going to say it goes for two minutes. I'm going to turn into a wolf. Does that mean that I'm my normal size again? You are your normal size. Like, okay, so when Pippa finally just like shoots back up to her normal size, she's just like, oh, thank God. All I want for the rest of the day, and I feel like this is a very low bar, is to stay this size. That's it. I wouldn't count That's on all. it. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with how everything keeps changing sizes today, I would uh, not put all my eggs in one basket on that one. I think we'd Do better that. be ready for whatever is thrown at us at this point. Okay, so what do you guys want to do? Well, Odessa wants one of the cookies that she smells in the kitchen. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure. totally also, there's a like beeline. a bunch of bodies in here that we should probably be looking yeah. at. I think we all need a cookie. Cookies first, right. though. Priorities. I did throw oh, those yeah. cookies oh, on yeah. the ground. Eh. Did do that. That's fine. 
just a nibble on a cookie and start looting the bodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looting. I'm looting the kitchen. <laughs> the cookies are actually really interesting. They're all kinds of. There's a dragon shape, and there's like human shapes, and there's gnome shapes, and there's all these different shapes. What kind of cookies are there? They're sugar cookies, and they taste delicious. But slowly, you start to get this ashy taste in your mouth, and you start to feel a little ill. Oh, man, we really actually shouldn't have eaten the cookies. <laughs> the Fantastic Worlds podcast oh, is a Fantastic Pods production. I would like them? to thank We're Amy Hankerson <laughs> for writing our wonderful theme song, Sirenscape, for the use of sound effects and music. Jeff for the wonderful rate of Winter an Adventure Path. And, and all like, you listeners. <laughs> Until next week, I... I <laughs> you guys, oh, that's the first time Dustin hasn't that's, been able to make it through. That's the, the most us thing credits. ever. Listen, if this is that a is disease, I'm immune. Us. Okay, just FYI. Until I'm next week, to I am Dustin Alexander, and no you can reach deal. me on Twitter at Dustin Alexander. You can't disease me, of course GM man. <laughs> I just can't. I'm undiseasable. That we're all like, yeah, man, cookies. <laughs> Clearly, Listen, here's the thing. They, you know what? L- logically speaking, they would be for the people in the fort, not us. Totally. Why would uh, yeah. they make I mean, us fucking cookies? Why okay? wouldn't the boss eat a cookie? Come on, that's within character. Uh, if you uh, you agree, you could reach <laughs> you could reach me at Angel Espinosa at Espinosa nine one six. Yes, hashtag cookies off the floor. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Feel free to yell at me on Twitter at Bonanza Famine. I deserve it. Oh my god. This is Kay. You can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at She's Lady Macbeth. I feel like this is all my fault. I feel like I started this. You know what? <gasps> Manette is immune to diseases and fear and all that shit, so she doesn't care. I'll fucking show off. Cookies <laughs> off the ground. Let's go. Th- that's all I have, okay? I'm not like... <laughs> Paladins are not like great fighters. They just have to have like really good saves, magic, some okay fighting. All right? Anyways, you can reach me at Hank the Clank. This is Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Please remember right. to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Follow uh, us and share us on social media. If you do share, use the hashtag World's Travelers so we can thank you for spreading the word. Uh, your support makes a huge difference. I hope you guys are having as much fun as we are, uh, at least me at this moment. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. And don't eat cookies off the ground. I can remove that. That's my mercy. I can remove your shaking condition. Uh-huh. Anybody? Mm-hmm. Slappity slap. We'll I'm not. See. What's going I'm on? Not, I'm not shook. It's a curse. Fuck.